So, alright guys, we gotta get this one right. On three, we're gonna say welcome back to our extraordinary thoughts, but on their mind. One, two, three. Welcome back for What's going on everybody? It's that ordinary podcaster with the extraordinary thoughts that tells you to stop being great and be extraordinary. I'm your host, Demetrius Thickman, also known as Meech Speaks, and welcome back to another episode of Extraordinary Thoughts for the Ordinary Mind. You know, I don't know who needs to hear this, but some of y'all can't fight and it shows like, like some of y'all really can't fight. And, you know, and I thought that I probably wouldn't. I wasn't going to talk about this on air, but some of y'all just can't fight and it shows. Now, before I start talking about that, you see what I'm saying? Because you already know it's unfuck yourself Friday and I'm, I, I definitely have something that we need to unfuck, but. Sunday, if you stay in the local California area, you know, the San Diego area, we will be doing the event. Please go over to Instagram, you know, Meech Speaks to be able to tap into the event locations, RSVP, find out the details. If you have not gotten your copy of that book, you know, The Extraordinary Thought from Ordinary Mind, you're definitely missing out. And if you're in the San Diego area and you don't attend this extraordinary book read, you're definitely missing out. But with that being said, enough of the commercial break. Let's get into today's episode. But just like what I was saying, some of y'all cannot fight. <laughs> some of y'all, you, you can't. And I, this episode isn't about an episode of violence, but the internet will always be undefeated. And there's a meme going around and it says, you know, along the lines, make MAPA still get you beat up or X, Y, and Z. I forget what the meme says. I'm going to have to look at it again. But it's one along those lines. And Yes, am I an instructor? Yes, am I an instructor trainer? Yes, am I in the military? Yes, I yes. But this is this this one right here, my reaction towards it was a little bit different. And I say my my reaction towards it was a little bit different because one thing I can't stand is people blaming other things for their inabilities. You know what I mean? Like I can't stand when people blame something else for their inability to do it. So here we are, you know, the military, you know, each branch has their own variations of combatives. The Marine Corps has McMap. I don't know how many times I've, I've had to have this conversation with people, but people have been fighting long before there was the McMap program. Like there, people have been fighting and the Marine Corps didn't create a new variation of fighting. They just took, you know, and this is just history in it, you know, they just took other disciplines and, you know, combined it to create this program. So I, you know, somebody asked me today, they was like, you know, if, have you ever used McMap in a fight? I was like, I've been using McMap in a fight since I was in, you know, grade school. And they're like, like what? I was like, you know, lead hand, rear hand punch. And it's like, no, I'm talking about like a shoulder throw or something like that. I was like, why the fuck would I be throwing anybody? You know, and we also have to take into consideration with the scenario base, but I don't want to get too deep into that portion. What I do want to get into is the fact that some of y'all just really just can't fight. And that's one thing that I, I, I had put out there. I was like, I was like, why y'all over here trying to blame the program or blame somebody else for your inabilities? Let's just take a step back real quick because some of y'all can't fight, period. Some of y'all were already showing up with this inability to do something like this. So don't blame the program because you keep getting beat up. You were already doing that. And 
I, I, I went on today and I, I also talked about, because for those who do not know, and I'm going to slow it down a little bit because I can't tell I'm talking a little bit fast today. But for those who don't know, I'm a big advocate for interpersonal violence. I'm a big advocate for that. You know, I'm, I'm a firm believer that we should teach our children how to fight. Because I don't know who needs to hear this, but if your child bullies mine, if your child bullies mine, I just hope you can fight. That's it. I just hope you can fight. Because as a child that did get bullied when he was younger, I can assure you that the conversation is not going to be anything welcoming if I find out that my child is being bullied. I can assure you that the conversation with me, you, and the teacher is not going to go in that type of direction. It's none of this boys, let's be boys, you know, let the kids have none of that bullshit. I'm going to tear this motherfucker up. And, and I say that with so much confidence. You see what I'm saying? Like, I really say that with so much confidence. And I say that with so much certainty to what I will do over not only my children, but the whole situation, the situation as a whole. And that level of confidence, and this is the reason why I'm such a big advocate for it, is because that level of confidence, that level of confidence has come from winning fights. It has come from knowing my abilities. And I, that's really why I'm such an advocate for teaching our children how to properly be able to, you know, how to properly defend themselves. That's why I'm such an advocate for People learning how to properly defend themselves. Because when I say that y'all can't fight, I'm not saying it in a sense where you see two people and they just swinging and shit like that. You know, like, you know, let me rephrase. I'm not saying it in a sense of me beating you up. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that some of y'all can't fight in the meaning of some of y'all just don't know how. You know, like some people who know how to play basketball and others just know how to shoot a ball into a rim. Like some people know how to play football and others just know how to throw a ball down a field. Some of y'all just don't know how. Like some of y'all just never took proper dancing lessons. Y'all just y'all just out here dancing to the rhythm of some drum in y'all head. And that's why I tell y'all that some of y'all just don't know how to fight. And there's just a certain level of confidence that comes when you when you know that, when you know how to you know, and I, I, you know, excuse me, because I might sound a little barbaric with this one. But this is just a certain level of confidence that you have when you know you can hurt somebody. It's just a certain level of confidence when you know you can walk into a room and really fuck some shit up. Like your words hit different when you say, I'll smack the shit out of you and you know you will. And the person that's talking to you they know they know you will. They know you will. Like, like it really hit different. When somebody like, like challenges, challenges you and you can actually stand up and back whatever you say up. See, I really need you to understand before we dive into today's episode that there's just a certain level of confidence that you acquire when you are able to defend yourself. Like I'm talking about when I first stood up to my first bully ever in life, because I would have bullies, you know, throughout different stages of my life and different type. I'm always fighting a battle. But when I first stood up to my bully, I'm talking about the level of confidence that I acquired. It was like as if 
Mario had ate the mushroom and just grew a couple of inches. You know what I mean? Like, I, I felt that. When I started to learn how to fight, I'm talking about my words. The way I said things was different. I had conviction behind what I said. And the reason why I say that is because a lot of times people, we, we move in fear. We speak in fear. And, and, and the reason why is because some of y'all just ain't never been hit in the mouth before. And either A, y'all fear it or B, y'all are very ignorant and oblivious towards it. And the ones that are not oblivious and ignorant towards it, they move with a certain caution when they speak towards people because they know it's a possibility that could happen. When you know that you're capable of some form of violence, like when you know you're capable of handling some business, you say whatever you want to say. <laughs> you saying whatever you really want to say. And I don't mean that in like an arrogant way. It's just you just so confident in your abilities that you know that if somebody feels a certain way about something, then you know you can take it there. You see what I'm saying? Now, also, moving past violence, there's just a certain level of confidence that you can acquire in your craft that you know that if anybody should challenge you, you know, regardless of the situation, you are going to be victorious. So if you don't know what this episode is going to be about, I need you to understand that this episode is going to be about confidence. Let's get into it. For those who don't know what confidence is, confidence is a feeling of self-assurance rising from one's appreciation in their own abilities and qualities. So in other words, confidence Confidence is knowing that you that you're capable of whatever you 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 are. You see what I'm saying? Whether that's your ability and skill, whether that's your your looks, whether that's and you know, I really just want to take a moment and just pause for a second because it's it's this big misconception that confidence is something that can be acquired by doing a certain thing. Yes and no. Yes and no. Confidence can definitely be acquired. By doing a certain thing. And the certain thing that brings confidence, honestly, is the process. You know, the process of one, understanding yourself, two, accepting your flaws, three, knowing yourself and seeking self improvement, you know, four, being able to love you for who you are. And I really gotta say that though, being able to love you for who you are and what you have right now. See, a lot of people don't know is that I, I actually I actually struggle with confidence. You know, I, I, I actually used to suffer from low self-esteem. I didn't have a lot of confidence in the way that I spoke or the way that I carried myself. It came from repetition. You see what I'm saying? It came from repetition. And I, I really need people to understand that repetition is what builds. You see what I'm saying? Repetition. The reps actually do matter. Like everybody always try to go around the situation or try to, you know, cut the process. And although I, you know, last episode I said, fuck the process, you know, nobody really wants to hear the process during, you know, during the storm and you know, nobody wants to hear better days are coming. But I will tell you that the reps do matter. They do. Because I remember somebody coming up to me asking me, well, you know, how are you so able? How are you such a capable speaker? Like you get out there, and you speak with such confidence. When I first started, I didn't have any. You know, a lot of people don't know. When I first started speaking, I have—I actually have a stutter. And you will only know it when I speak. 
you will only notice that I'm stuttering when I get nervous or I tend to talk fast. Like if you look at, if you listen to my, my earlier episodes, you will, you can hear the lack of confidence. Let me rephrase that. You can hear how new I was in this because I had not acquired the confidence just yet because I had not gained the comfortability, you know, the comfortability to be on air yet. So when I say it comes from repetition, it really comes from repetition. Like the reps do matter because you always hear about this person that says like, oh, you know, once I get my body right, you know, I'm going to take over or when I get this body or when I get in shape or when I, you know, my chest fill out or my arms get a little bit bigger. I, I just need you to understand this friend. If you can't love yourself now, if you can't love yourself now, you're not going to love yourself after the gym. You won't love yourself after the surgery. You won't love yourself after whatever the fuck you think this magical adventure is going to be going down. And and I, I can't I can't stress that enough. See, the thing about confidence is that it, it, it really comes from within and then it explodes without like we get into this idea that you know the clothes you know we put on confidence no confidence is something that comes out of you see the thing is is that you can't confidence to have you look in a certain way that you can't look like you have confidence you can't look like you can't pretend to have confidence confidence will have you look in a certain way if that makes sense right there like a lot of people don't understand, like, you know, they think like, oh, if I dress a certain way that, you know, people might think that I have, I have confidence negative because I can tell by the way that you speak that you don't. I can tell by the way you're sitting that you don't have confidence in your abilities or yourself. But when you have confidence, when you have confidence, it does not matter how you look. It's, it does not matter how you look. You can be big, short, small, fat, does not fucking matter. You, you going to move with some type of purpose. It's a different level of energy. So whether you go to the gym and you you can deadlift this, bench press this, your ass is this type of big, you know, like X, Y, and Z. You, you don't love yourself. And you spent all that time in the gym to create this, this fake image to impress everybody else. But when you go home, you look at yourself in the mirror and you still pick apart your flaws. Because you never loved yourself. So because you never loved yourself, even the person that is standing in front of you right now, although it is new to everybody else, you still see the old you. The fat you. The out of shape you. The ugly you. And you can never love yourself. So I tell people that you must, you must develop confidence within. I have seen people that will never set foot in a, a day in the gym. They won't spend a day in the gym. They got more confidence than a lot of y'all. They do. I ain't gonna lie to you. Got more confidence than me. I've seen people that were short to have the presence of, of someone that was six feet tall. I've seen, I've seen children walk with confidence. More confidence than what a man could have. So when I tell you confidence is such a powerful tool, it's really such a powerful tool. And as we dive deeper into this episode, what I really need you to understand is the benefits of what it is, what it's like to have some confidence. First one up on the list, confident people know how to handle some stress. Like 
I will tell you that I'm not known for my patience. And because I'm not known for my patience, I have a tendency to prematurely pull the trigger on things that I know I shouldn't have pulled. And it took years of experience and it took years of me finally, finally acquiring that type of experience to realize that certain things don't require a reaction and some things don't require a action. And I say that because when you lack confidence in your abilities, the moment that the walls or that space starts to close in on you, you feel like as if you 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 need to hurry up and make a move to make something happen. And one of the best examples I can have is when we grapple. You know, I'm I'm grappling with a student and they get the freaking out and stuff like that. See, the thing is about confidence is that when you're confident, you're not freaking out. You're not exerting unnecessary energy, air, X, Y, and Z. You're calm, you're relaxed, you're thinking. And as you think, although there is adversity around you, you're still able to be able to position yourself and be able to execute in a manner as if you were before the adversity come. A person that does not have confidence, you probably have seen this before. They're lashing out at everybody. They're jumbling around. They're scrambling around. They're trying to make something happen as if it's crunch time when it's really not that deep, but they've already made it that deep because they feel like they are running low on the ability chart. Next, confident people possess a talent that comes with the more confidence you acquire, and that is the ability to influence others. And I say that they possess this talent that comes from acquiring more confidence because it starts off in being able to influence yourself. See, before you can influence, and and I've said this before, especially at like this leadership seminar, is that before you can hope to lead anybody, you must be able to lead yourself. Like a lot of people get in front of people and they they tell them things that they know deep down in their soul, they wouldn't even follow. These are orders you wouldn't even follow. So if you wouldn't follow these orders, why do you expect somebody else to follow them? So in that type, in that exact same sense, how are you supposed to influence and inspire somebody when you can't even do that? You can't even inspire yourself. That's why like a lot of times y'all see these social media influencers and y'all get mad at them, you know, and I did too at one point, but we, you get mad at them for not speaking out on issues. They, they, they're not going to, that's not their MO. They don't have the ability to be able to do that, nor will they even speak out on them. They don't have the confidence in that. Or you, you expect them to be motivational. They're not, they can't even motivate themselves sometimes. And a lot of times you could tell a person that does not motivate themselves just by the way they act. So when I say that a confidence person not only inspires themselves, he inspires those around him. He influences those around them by the things that he says, the things that he does. It's something to emulate. That's how it, I, when I when I when I say that your confidence starts in the in the bottom and rises to the top of you and then explodes out, I'm not lying. And when it explodes out, it becomes noticeable to everybody else. Confidence helps you become a better leader. Let me rephrase that. In order to be a good leader, you need to have confidence. And, you know, we so, you know, we utilize JJ did Ty Buckle and, you know, the C is supposed to stand for commitment or courage or it really needs to stand for confidence. Because I can assure you right now, if you don't have confidence as a leader, if you do not have confidence as a leader, you know, I feel like I'm going to make an episode 
dedicated to traits that a leader is supposed to have. But if you don't have confidence as a leader, everybody notices. Everybody. Because you don't have confidence in yourself, you constantly are backing down on your own on, on, on your own instructions. You constantly are changing them. All it takes is for somebody to just say one thing to you and automatically you assume that the what you just said was wrong. Or because you are insecure as well as a leader. And because, and we've all seen these insecure, insecure leaders before, you know, the ones that just got promoted or the ones that lack the ability to, you know, develop properly in their MOS or within a certain avenue. And when they see somebody else that is, you know, flourishing in that particular area that they lack in rather than grow from them and learn from them to become a better leader, they try to hinder that person. You know what I mean? They try to make that person feel as if they're doing something wrong they gaslight that person or my favorite they just dull that person's shine and put him off somewhere so nobody else sees him and anytime that he tries to make any tech you know move towards being better they get upset and flustered lack of confidence hurts everybody especially you as the leader your juniors they lose support they they lose trust and fidelity in you because they know that you don't even, you, you don't have confidence in anything that you say. And because you don't have confidence in anything that you say, they won't have confidence in anything that you say. Because you don't have confidence in your abilities, they don't have confidence in your abilities. One thing that I would give in this episode is that a confident person, a confident leader does not shy away from their mistakes. Or their, let me, and I don't like to use weak, weaknesses. Their... Uh, what was the word that I used before? Oh, it's not dom. It's not dom. Not yeah. It is non-dominant. They're non-dominant talents and traits. That's it right there. They're non-dominant talents and traits. And I I try to switch out my vocabulary a little bit. You know, as far as like strengths and weaknesses, because it really just comes from the fact that if you're familiar with it or if you're not, you know, like I write with my right hand. That's my dominant hand. My left hand is just my non-dominant hand. Like, I don't write with it. But it does not mean I cannot learn how to write with my left hand. And a lot of y'all need to understand that, that y'all utilize a lot of y'all right-handed, techni- uh, right-handed talents. And I'll say it again. A lot of y'all utilize a lot of your right-handed talents. For example, some of y'all are just good at y'all job. And y'all suck at everything else. Some of y'all are good at just PT. And suck at everything else. And because you are only good at those things, you have mastered those or you are trying to master those and you put most of your eggs in those and you try to shy away from everything else. But the problem is, is that in other other places that probably would work. However, in this type of place where it's a full marine concept or full on concept, you kind of need to be good at all of those. So if you're one of those type of people that take people out and, you know, for PT, they already know that you're going to go and run them. You need to start developing in different avenues because we pick up on that. We know we know that we know that this is your strength. This is what you're dominant at. So with that being said, practice on your left handed talents, not just your right handed ones. Now, moving on. Feeling of value. See, when you don't have confidence, you don't understand what you bring to the table. 
And when I say that you don't understand what you bring to the table, one thing that you need to understand is that a talent, a, a confident person knows exactly what they're bringing to the table. And because they know exactly what they're bringing to the table, they automatically have value in what they're doing and of themselves. A person that does not realize their strength and value tends to doubt themselves in every shape. So understand that you matter. You bring something to the table. You wouldn't be in the conversation if you did not. And I really need to say that because a lot of us don't realize how powerful we are because we can't see it. And the reason why we can't see it is because it doesn't take a lot of effort for us to do it, if that makes sense. But understand, you do have a power. And lastly, and lastly, before we close this episode, confidence is sexy. And you can look up the most attractive traits on a man, on a woman. It's going to come down to confidence. Confidence, see, the thing about confidence is that you're not insecure. You don't ask kitty questions like where you going, who you with, you know, how many people you had sex with, what was it like, if they were better than you, was he bigger than you, I mean, was he bigger than me, like X, Y, and Z type of questions. You don't ask those because you have confidence in your abilities. And I, I, I don't know how to explain that. Like confidence is so desirable from, the, uh, from a potential's mate. That's what they look for, you know. You walk into a room and you're the loudest person in there and you haven't even said a word. You can protect and you haven't even moved. When you speak, your, your words, they have a certain level of conviction attached to them. If you're not going to have confidence for anything, at least have it for that. <laughs> now, with that being said, as we close this episode, what I need you to understand is that the book signing is this weekend. So once again, if you're in the San Diego area, if you are in the San Diego area, head over to my Instagram. You know, Meech Speaks. Once again, that's Meech Speaks. Meech is spelled M-E-E-C-H. Head over there. Go to the link in the bio. Click the Eventbrite. See the details. RSVP. I'll see you there at the Extraordinary Book Signing. See y'all Monday. And just like that, another extraordinary thought left this ordinary mind. I hope you enjoyed this episode half as much as I enjoyed making it. Stay tuned Mondays and Fridays. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Meech Speaks. Once again, that's Meech Speaks. Meech is spelled M-E-E-C-H. Don't forget to share this podcast, subscribe to this podcast, follow this podcast, pass this podcast to somebody because this podcast was dedicated to helping everyone become a better version of themselves. Even though I don't know what that type of version is, I just know that you can be better. Lastly, don't forget to grab your copy of The Extraordinary Thought from the Ordinary Mind available on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. I think there's an electrical copy. You know what it is. Stay hungry. Stay motivated. I'm out.